All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Better Answer. I am here with Kyle. (laughs) Nick was looking at me like, are you going to say your name? And I thought, I'm not going to say my name. I'm just going to see what you do. He wasn't even looking at me. He was just looking at his laptop. Yeah. That's what I am to him when he walks in here. He just... Hi, Nick. If I don't have to look at you, that's fine. I'm just working my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not at all what he does. We usually actually talk for about half an hour. We do. We should record that. Speaking of, are you currently like writing thoughts about what we just talked about? Totally am. Okay. So let's get into it. So we are talking today about how do you cope with life? Yeah. Life is... Life brings you some, it takes some swings at you, right? Yeah. Whether it's a small thing or a big thing, I don't really, I do care, but it's like for the sake of the conversation, doesn't really matter. The reality is you're going to experience hardships and I experience hardships that make me just want to numb out. I don't yeah. want to feel that anymore. Definitely. Right? So if we were just talking about like, you've been going kind of crazy the past couple of days yeah. and scattered, right? Yeah. Scattered and tired. So like- if I have a day like that and if I know the right answer is working through those thoughts and feelings yeah, to, in order to be healthy, but I get home and I'm tired and I've scattered, that's the last thing I want to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But the problem is if I'm going to cope, what, what happens is I'll cope with something else. Yeah. It can be YouTube, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. It could be alcohol. Mm-hmm. It could be porn. It could be, uh, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things people turn to. A lot of people are addicted to sugar in those moments. Yeah. I'm like, go get yeah. some graders and... Really anything you yeah. give the power to help you stop feeling just to feel better. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to cope healthily. Yeah. And and I know we're called the A Better Answer, right? So, <laughs> it maybe won't be convenient today because yeah. I do know there is some responsibility on me to process what I'm feeling. And I like actually yesterday I did a good good job with this. Like I came home, talked to Sarah. It's like, hey, I'm dealing with these difficult feelings, and mm-hmm. she was like, I I think you need to work through those before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I did, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm good. I'm better because of it. That's good. But I don't want to. Yeah, I just want to like play a video game, something like that. You, you just know? want to check out. Yeah, I want to check out. Yeah. So before we give the better answer that. I think is we God's answer. That's what we try to do in this podcast is give you as close as possible. Here's our interpretation of what we see in scripture. And that's always our starting point. It's never, what does the world train me to think? What is my experience? What can I reason out of the mm-hmm. world? It's always, let's start with scripture, <clears throat> which we believe is God's revealed truth. And mm-hmm. then work our way towards, what does that mean for my experience? How can I apply it? Yeah. So before we give that answer, let's give what I think is probably the world's common answer of what do I do when my life gets hard? And a lot of the answer is check out. Yeah. And there's always lots of options. And it's not explicitly said. It's not like, you know, you turn on the nightly news and they're like, hey, this is what you should do. Or you Mm -hmm. go to Google and it's like, hey, you should totally do these unhealthy things. Um, It's not that. I don't mean to to (laughs) create some false dynamic out there. Mm -hmm. But the reality is there's 
always escapes. There are plenty of companies who are wanting to sell your attention oh, to totally. advertise, advertisers. So yep. what they do is they make things that allow you to escape mm-hmm. the endless mm-hmm. scrolls, yep. uh, whether that's YouTube or Instagram yep. or TikTok or whatever. Yep. They're just going, you, we're going to sell your attention. So we'll take mm-hmm. it. What do you need right now? An yeah. escape? We'll give it to you. And increasingly, it's easy to just check out. Yeah. And I'll say more so than at any point in world history, multiple kinds of escapes are always at our fingertips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to the point, I mean, this sounds kind of stupid. And again, I don't mean to be alarmist or anti-progress because I love many things about technology and progress right. and things like DoorDash. Fantastic. Right. So love it. <laughs> yeah. And you have to recognize that, that it's got this other side of whatever mm-hmm. we want, whenever mm-hmm. we want it, is not always good for us. Yeah, yeah. And there's an escapism that can happen. Yeah. Now, I do think that there's some good advice in the in the world that's worth calling out, uh, mm-hmm. which increasingly you'll hear people promote, hey, you, sh- you might want to see a counselor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you might want to get some therapy for that. You want to talk to a professional. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's wonderful and mm-hmm. awesome. There's something really, really healthy. Yeah about being honest and processing your feelings mm-hmm. with somebody who can provide <clears throat> you wisdom and can give you totally. guidance. That's, that's part of it. However, I want to underline, if you attempt to cope with life mm-hmm. without the person who designed life, the <laughs> author himself of life, uh-huh. it will not work. And that yeah. author is God. Yeah. And so if you want to cope with life, you need the author's advice. Okay. And, and for that, we have to start with a view of reality. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we have to cope with a disappointment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You find that to be accurate in your life. You wanted something to happen. Didn't quite happen. Day yeah. You wanted, you wanted to. And now right. it's yeah. got to cope with it. hundred percent. Okay. What I find is. Can I, can I add to that? Yeah, please. Or, do. or my expectations. It doesn't even have to be a hoax. Yes. It can be like a, an unnamed, like, well, I wanted to feel feel relaxed. I yeah. wanted to rest. I wanted to have fun. Yes. I want it. And it's like, well, I'm not rested. I'm not peaceful. I'm not having fun. I feel stressed. I'm angry. I'm like all those things. And that's when, that's yeah. when it starts going the other, like the bad direction. Yes. Yeah. So there's, there's something in expectations, which is exactly use that word. That's exactly what I wanted to bring up uh-huh. of, I think a lot of what we see and again, you, ha- you just have to go like, what environment do we live in? And w- what are we receiving all day long? Maybe even subconsciously. And mm-hmm. I'd say through advertising, mm-hmm. we're receiving all day long that the world is supposed to be great mm-hmm. and cater to our needs and meet our desires. I'm looking at my computer screen. I have, a, I have biblegateway.com pulled up for the scripture I'm about mm-hmm. to read. Mm-hmm. And on the side of it, I see an advertisement for a tropical smoothie cafe <laughs> made to order smoothies. And it's these, look at this, Nick. Wow. This is amazing. She's on the beach Drinking a smoothie. I Sounds see great. crystal clear Caribbean blue yeah. water behind three smoothies and tall clear gra- glasses that looked absolutely that. <laughs> delicious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that's 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 just one message yeah. in a day in which I'll bet I receive, and you can look up these stats on Google. They're they're astronomical. Literally mm-hmm. thousands of messages come your way that all advertises things that make your life easy. Yeah. So all day long we're receiving messages that go like life should be easy. Yeah. Life can be easy. Yep. Just buy this thing, just do this thing, and you can right. have this this nice, easy life. Yeah. Well, that's not the reality that that the Bible describes. Part part of why I love the Bible and I believe it's actually true is because it's honest. Mm-hmm. It matches the reality that I experience. And so, really simple. 
This shows up in a few places in scripture. I'll highlight two of them. John 16, Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble. Yes. He says, your baseline expectation for life should be things won't go the way you want. You'll have trouble. Um, and he has encouragement around that. You know, he says, I want you to have peace, um, take heart. I've overcome the world. Like yeah. he's got some, right. he's not just like, well, so too bad. You'll have trouble too bad. Yeah. But there's this baseline expectation setting of trouble. First Peter 4, 12. Peter writes, beloved, do not think it strange mm-hmm. concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Although something strange was happening to you. In other places yeah. that'll, that'll get translated as, do not think it strange when you encounter sufferings mm. of many kinds as though something odd were happening. Yeah, yeah. But oftentimes I find in, in, in my life, that's my initial reaction. I'm like, uh-huh. dang it, what the <laughs> heck? I can't believe this. I don't totally. even say those words. Like, I can't totally. believe it. Right, right. Like, what? Have I not been paying attention? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I actually think that's uh, deeply wired in our American culture. Yeah. Or Western culture. I don't know. Amer- modern culture, modern conveniences. Yeah. And I have no issue with what we have. Let me like, just to be clear, yeah. I, I love what we have. The problem, I think at, I think it might actually be a tool of the enemy, Satan, mm-hmm. to keep us distracted enough to never really, really actually want God. Yes. Which is, I mean, that's, hey, if, if God can, or sorry, if Satan can keep you like super uh, worldly happy and wealthy mm-hmm. so that you never think about God, then he's, he's, Satan's being successful. Totally. You know? Yeah. I think we often think like Satan's like just here to like, he will make me everything I don't want to be. Yeah. What if he makes you everything you do want to be? So that you never think about God. <laughs> right. Well, I think we talked about this in the last episode. The Bible clearly positions Satan, Lucifer, however you want to think about him, as this father of lies. And one of the lies he starts with is that life should be, is meant to be, really good and perfect and go the way you want it to every day. Mm-hmm. And the reality of the Bible would say, no, it's not. The world is fundamentally broken and your baseline expectation shouldn't be everything goes the way I want it to. But the things don't. Yeah. Which proves the story of the Bible to be, I think. Yep legitimate uh-huh. um, but you have to start with things aren't going to go my way in my life right now just being very honest mm-hmm. our last oh, <clears throat> 10 weeks have just been so hard mm-hmm. hard because um, Sarah who runs marathons trained for the Flying Pig Marathon yep. she worked really really hard for a very long time she had an amazing training season so many things went great that we were so thankful for we found out she was anemic for 10 years yep that's really bad if you're an endurance runner because you don't have any oxygen in your blood. So we got that taken care of. Yeah. She ran and she ran and she ran. And then during the marathon, uh, at about mile 12, she had to stop. And she had to mm-hmm. stop because she could no longer pick up her left leg, which, which we found terrible. out a few days later. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. We found out a few days later because she had a stress fracture in her hip. Oof. Which if you're an endurance athlete, stress fracture in hip equals very, very bad. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Bad, bad news. Yeah. It's um, a lot of times going to require surgery. Oh, wow. Hers is right in the line. And so for the past 10 weeks, she's been on crutches, which if, if you're an adult, your mm-hmm. last connotations of crutches might be like, oh, yeah, my little buddy Timmy <laughs> was on crutches for a week in the yeah. fourth grade. It didn't <clears throat> look fun. But like, right. no, no. Imagine being an adult. <laughs> and to move anywhere, right? You have to put your hands on crutches. Yeah. Okay. So now, now imagine the moment where you wake up in the morning, you make coffee. Right. Get your coffee to your couch on uh-huh. crutches. Uh-huh. Go. <laughs> you can't. Right. Uh, make oh, dinner. You can't. Right. 
go anywhere. I took the kids with some friends to Kings Island, which is a big amusement park here in Ohio, uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Like Sarah mm-hmm. couldn't do that. Yeah, she's missing yeah, yeah. out on all these fun summer moments, all this stuff. She can't train. She can't do anything, and it's just been been really really hard for her. Yeah, and then hard for for us as a as a result because mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. we're you know we're mostly in, in in just hurting for her like man this sucks yeah and then two it's a lot more work right on 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 me in particular yeah um, and on the kids too and i'll tell you there's a um there's a choice that i had to make early on with this okay where i went i can decide this just sucks to yeah. based on expectation. The world has trouble. You will have trouble. Don't yeah. don't think it's strange if something bad happens to you. Mm-hmm. I can just go, this sucks, that's it, period. Mm-hmm. Or I can say what I believe scripture would lead me to say, which is this sucks, comma, but God mm. okay. will redeem it mm. if I allow him to. And so I decided at that that moment, probably not at the very beginning, maybe a, maybe a week into it, um, I just asked God to redeem it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, can you take this situation I don't like yeah. and can you make it useful for me? And where I went to was the ability to suffer really well and serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just asked him, help me, help me serve my wife really, really well. Yeah. Also worth mentioning, by the way, we got a puppy in the middle of this. <laughs> which is like having a newborn baby. Right. right. So all of a sudden, like <laughs> I have to wake up, puppy woke up at, 5.30 this morning. This is going to be a story you tell probably with the rest of your life. You're going to be like, yeah. remember that time everything was super busy and crazy and your mom was on crutches and we were like, let's just add another member to yeah, the family. Yeah, that was real dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, God. Annie is our puppy. She's fantastic, but she's so much work. So oh, I wake man. up in the middle of the night and take her out. I take her out every morning. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just exhausted, right? Well, yeah. f- for me... Um, I'm I'm trying to view that actively every day in the moment as God the suffering has a purpose. Okay. Okay, so if you can if you can if step 1 is have the expectation God says to have, which is bad things will happen. <clears throat> step 2 is ask him for it to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Ask him for it to have a redeeming quality yep. in your life. And yep. I'm giving you one that's played out over a few months now yeah. in my life. Um, but you can you can take the same mindset yeah. on a disappointment in your day. Totally. Something yeah. didn't go your way. Whatever that thing was, disappointing meeting at work, hard conversation with a friend, yeah. d- general feeling of dissatisfaction. And you can say, God, could, could you help this have a purpose in my life? Because yeah. the reality of scripture is, is not that God stops suffering. It's that he will redeem it yeah. in your right. life. He'll, he'll use it like a hammer right. or like a chisel to carve you away and make you right. look more like him. So... So suffering, according to the Bible, is normal. Yeah. Okay. The first time this meant practic- this meant something practically to me, mm-hmm. um, I was a junior in college. Uh, I had just, so I came back from a co-op internship in Texas. I had a really rough breakup mm-hmm. with a girl that at the time I thought I was going to marry. Found out she was seeing some behind my back. It was a lot of pain, a yeah. lot of pain. Immediately started dating afterwards. It wasn't healing. And uh, God took me, my next intern- internship to Buffalo, New York. <clears throat> yeah. And I didn't have the maturity yet to wade through all of that. All I knew was every single day I was in a lot of pain emotionally. 
like everything hurts all the time. What is going on? This is not normal. This isn't good. Um, like I would go to a coffee shop every Saturday Mm. and I would stay there for hours, which I enjoyed. But like, I just remember sitting trying to read of like, why do I hurt so much? And I remember this verse I was learning somebody, um, taught on it because I was going to something called crew, a ministry. And it was about the trials. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was finally like something clicked. It was like, Oh shoot. Like this may hurt a lot. I may not have all the words. I may not be able to define everything, but God can use it and change me for something better. And I still look back on that time with extreme joy. I look at that as one of my favorite times in my life, three months in Buffalo, New York, because God took that really rough pain and changed me into more of who I am, who he created me to be. And I'm extremely grateful, even though it was extremely painful. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's, I think there's a real depth and wisdom in that, Mm -hmm. that, um, it's tempting to not want to hear or to dismiss, but I promise if you'll embrace it, Mm -hmm. if you'll ask for it, if you'll think about the disappointments in your life as an opportunity to be refined and to grow, you will, you will have the stories like Nick just shared of looking back on pain and difficulty in your life, again, big or small Mm -hmm. over, over Mm -hmm. months or a disappointment a day and you'll be grateful for it. Right. Right. For me, that's what I'm trying to do with, with this moment right now in my life. I mean, having a puppy is really like having a newborn. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much work. (laughs) She yesterday, she's been so good. She hasn't peed on our carpet in in like five days. Right. Because yesterday I get home, uh, I get dinner I'm passing out everybody's dinner. I'm cleaning up everybody's dinner. Mm-hmm. And then the dog decides to pee <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> but it was our tile floor and our entryway. So I go, I clean it up. It's mm-hmm. fine. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she, I, she's the most pee I've ever seen come out of this dog. <laughs> like so much pee. And so then we're like, oh crap, you know, have my daughter take her out, walk her. She pees twice more on her like five minute walk. Wow. Like, like this dog's, this dog has <clears throat> peed all the pee, right? right? So bring her back inside. Uh, I, I wasn't done with dinner yet. I forgot. Mm-hmm. So go back, sit down and start to, to eat more of my dinner. And then the dog goes into our living room, hops up on our leather couch mm-hmm. and then pees some more <laughs> all oh, over man. the leather couch, which... Oh, is bad. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. That's not great. come out. You no. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. So, so frustrating. <laughs> but anyway, this is, that's just a snapshot moment yeah. of, right. of my, right. my, my life right now. Yeah. And, um, it, it's like having a newborn, but the, the reality of my life is that I had three kids. Mm-hmm. I look back on how I acted with newborns. Yeah. With, yeah. Regret. Really? Yeah, because I didn't handle suffering well. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly in, in the middle of the night. I was frustrated. I was angry. I was just always just like, not angry at anybody necessarily. Just like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. I want to sleep and they're awake again. I was just always, because you get so exhausted. You get yeah. so like, yeah. sleep, when <clears throat> you don't have sleep, you lose your freaking mind. <laughs> and that was, and that was oh. me. And I didn't. There, there's things I, I wish I would have served Sarah better. I mm. wish I would have I, I would have been able to t- mm. to think about those moments differently. And so with this one, yeah. I have actively intentionally gone, God, would you please use this as another chance for me? Yeah, yeah. To do this one right, right. to do this one well, mm. to use these moments of being woken up in the middle of the night or cleaning up pee on a couch or whatever it is, right. 
as a chance to refine me, make me more like you, use mm. it redemptively in my life. And when I do that, this really strange thing has happened. Yeah. As hard as the last 10 weeks have been, I am grateful for them. Wow. Um, that is good. Too. Not the pain for Sarah. I wish I could take that all away. Yeah. And yeah. Her, you know, not on crutches, but right. um, I'm thankful for it because <clears throat> I, I've been doing it different. I've been doing it better. And I'm using those moments um, not to get mad and angry, but to go, right. okay, Lord, well, this is what this is what you're about. You're about serving and you're about doing the, the, the stuff that no one else wants to do for your mm-hmm. people you mm-hmm. love the most. And and that's what I want to do for the people I love the most. So right. thanks for this opportunity. Help me do it well. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's completely different. Right. I don't feel mad. I don't feel bitter. I don't feel that's angry. That's awesome. Yeah. I've had moments like that too with, with Sarah and like when I actually, there's a, there's like a begrudging serving. Yeah. And then there's a, yeah. and then there's a me actually uh, like removing my own will and choosing to fully serve her. And it does bring me joy. Yeah. And it's weird. Like it doesn't sound like that should do that. Yeah. But it does. <laughs> it totally does. It's like the happiest you can be in right. life, I think sometimes. Um, I, a verse that's coming to mind, I, I didn't find it, but it's the one where like God disciplines his children. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yep. And I think like something that I can like, like an argument that come against this against you is like aren't you just being pessimistic like the, <laughs> like I can be just happy in life and so I thought of yeah. that verse right if you're in the family of God God will discipline you and so then the other thing I thought of was like well then why do I want to be in the family of God yeah um, but it's like you've give, you've brought us this mindset shift right that God is the one who created us and can can grow us and to help us become all we were created to be right yeah and that comes through trials and I think like if you believe, first of all, do you believe you live in a perfect world? If the answer is no, then you believe, or we live in a broken world, which I believe we do. This is not the world as God intended it to be, right? Yep. And then to follow that, do I believe God brings life? Yeah. And I personally, and I believe I know you do, <laughs> that the Bible teaches that God is the one who has literally designed and created life. Like without yeah. him, if he were to leave, there would be no life. Yeah. Um, and therefore, like, if you want to have life, it's good for him to discipline us. And like, you know, I t- I've talked about this a couple of times, eternal perspective, like it is worth it in the end. It's totally worth it. Yeah. If, if you engage God. Yeah. The way I think about it is you're going to suffer and have disappointing days and stuff to cope with no mm-hmm. matter what. Right. You don't get to choose that. Right. What you can choose is whether it goes to waste or not. Right. And I don't want it to go to waste. Right. I want it to be used to to sharpen me in, mm-hmm. and lead me to life and find the find the paths. You know, the scripture talks about um, stand at the crossroads and and ask yep. for the yep. ancient path that right. leads to life. Right. And there's all these path metaphors in the Bible, and the path metaphors are always these these places that most people don't look. It's the narrow way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the ancient hidden path that you have to go searching for because everybody else is looking for the broad, easy road. Yeah. That's not life. You're not going to find it. You can spend your entire life looking for it and you just won't. Right. And even I think about, you know, we've been doing this wisdom series at Crossroads for a while. We had a guest speaker who came and he did an awesome job kind of comparing and contrasting King Solomon and Job. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about this way, but he said, you know, Solomon proves to us that you can have everything. You can gain every pleasure, every ease, every everything. The Bible, like what he had in his possession was insane. He had basically had a party every single day. He was the wealthiest man around, had everything you possibly want, could eliminate every disappointing day, Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. had something to medicate with. And Solomon, at the end of all that, 
in uh, Ecclesiastes, his basic summary of that state of life is it's not enough. Right. It's yeah. not enough to be happy. Totally. And on the other side of it, you have Job, who has the most disappointing life ever. <laughs> ever. All of his kids die. Right. Uh, right. He loses all his physical health. Yeah. Like all these horrible People things happen to him. People turn on him. Yep. And at the end of it, he goes, I lost everything except for God. And it turns out God is enough. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think about that and go, man, I, I want real life that's real good that no one can take away. And so I, I want to end up as the person who says, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. did life the way everyone mm-hmm. else did. I got lots of bumps, lots of bruises, lots of scars. And man, was it good? Mm-hmm. Because I found mm-hmm. God in the middle of all of it. Right. There's a verse I'll, I'll, I'll leave us with from yeah. 1 Peter 5, 10. Um, he says, actually, I'll back it up a little bit. Because he mentions this father of lies. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. I would interpret that in this context as seeking someone to convince their life should be easy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to be shocked when something bad happens. Right. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Mm. And after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Mm. After you suffered a little while, there is this formula in scripture that goes, suffering can produce the life you want. Right. It can be restored. You can have confidence. You can be strength. Yeah. And if it's, you can be established. <clears throat> all those things can happen for you on the other side of suffering if you, if you go through it with God. Right. Okay. So stepwise, what I hear is, actually, I don't know. <laughs> help, help me figure out a step. I mean, I, I think on this one, uh, I'll put it into two steps. Okay. If in the morning you wake up and you pray, which is a really great idea, frames yeah. up your day really well, mm-hmm. puts you on the right the right mindset, right right path with God. Yeah, you say, God, I don't know what's going to happen today, but you do. I don't want to be surprised if something bad happens. I'm not asking for it to happen. Yeah, you know, no. I, I make that really clear to God. I'm like, God, I, I want to look more like you. If that has to happen through, through suffering, okay. <laughs> but if today could be awesome and yeah, somehow I end totally. up more selfless and loving and kind, that'd right. be cool. Totally. You know, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I want, you just want to acknowledge it and say, hey, no matter what, yeah. no matter what happens, help me follow you. Mm-hmm. And no matter what help in, happens, help me view it the way that you view it for me. Okay. Which can both be like, yeah, this sucks. I think there's suffering in your life. God's mm-hmm. not like, I'm excited about that. I'm excited you had a disappointing day. I'm excited yeah. you're struggling or you're whatever. I don't think he's that, but I think he's going, man, yeah, that does suck. And yeah. you know what? Let's get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you can lean in that direction, um, I think you can go from the need to cope mm-hmm. to the end of your day going, okay, this had a purpose yes. and something was accomplished. Right, right. And there's a satisfaction in that accomplishment yeah, that will yeah. keep you from needing to cope. Right. I totally agree. I think something God's been teaching me is to, is removing people pleasing. Mm-hmm. He's been, he's put so many, so many things in front of me this past year. Oh, it's frustrating. Um, it, in refining me that the trials and such that we're talking about the suffering. Yeah. Um, where I'm put in a position where I have to disappoint someone uh. in order to follow Jesus where I think he's calling me to be faithful. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> and it's good because I want to get rid of people pleasing in my life. Yeah. But I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel good. But um, so I'm like, that's the, when you talk about the looking at it, how God looks at it, yeah. I think he's going, I'm getting rid of something you don't even want. Yeah. And I, he's right. I don't want it. It just doesn't 
doesn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and without him, I would choose to comfort my way through the whole thing. You totally would. So there's some perspective to end on or a story. So that's awesome. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Trust God and view things from his point of view. There you go. We love you guys. See you next week. Bye.